Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Welcome back to the 101st episode what? of the Lighthouse Experiment Podcast. This is a whole new, whole new world, man. We're in a whole new season. 100. I know. <laughs> the air be, over here is different. It's going to be the wild, wild west. Watch out. <laughs> the air is different on the other side of 100. It is. It's crazy. It's different and Dude, all the same. Dude, it's a big deal, man. It's, it's the same, but it's like that. Like, so many So, when we had... Months and months and months ago now, we had Sheriff Chris Swanson on, and he said, remember he told us, like, most people get to 30 and then dip out? And then I know dudes with huge platforms. They could make giant podcasts, and they quit after, like, seven. Yeah. And, like, my little brother, he works for Taylor Guitars, and they did. He was talking to me the other day, and I was like, holy smokes, man. You guys have done 100? And I was like, well, really, it's more than 100, but... It's like we try to simplify it because we're under this banner. We're kind of like on a network. And he was like, oh, that makes sense. He said, we've only done like 40 and then took like a year off. Because like it's it's hard to. It is. It's hard to do the time. I'm like, what do you mean it's hard to manage the time, bro? It's like (laughs) like both of us, full-time families, full-time working, like full-time, like doing all this stuff. Right. And just on Mondays or Tuesdays or Wednesdays, just Make well, Tuesdays or Wednesdays, just do a thing. Right. It's really. I will say though that neither one of us travel, so if if you're more of depending on your industry well, or person, like if like some of these other, I don't know even what to title them as, but people that are more important than Ashley Chandler in Fenton, Michigan, <laughs> you know, like yeah. well, if they're right. traveling around and doing speaking engagements and going here and there, I could right. imagine how it'd be a little bit harder to coordinate all that. But, and I will say since we've evolved and now we have us two hosting and then having guests on, it has, it has simplified and made it easier for us to right. make it happen every week. But I mean, I mean, it's a commitment, you know, and we talked about that. We're, you know, we just got to the point where we decided this is what we're doing for the long haul. Right. And we're just doing it every yeah, week. This is the thing. And I know so, it messes right. both of us up when we don't record every week. You know, like yeah, that was that rhythm, you know, because <laughs> yeah, it was weird because we recorded episode 99 after we recorded episode 100 yes and then so then there's that whole week where you're not recording and then it kind of throws off the rhythm yeah so for those of you that don't know i'm just came back from the wild west which is utah (laughs) like no surprise you guys didn't turn mormon just what no (laughs) however we did visit a bunch of buildings. We visited the state capitol, the a couple Mormon. Play, we did. Uh, we checked out the Greek Orthodox Church because apparently there's like a large, like group of Greeks out there that originate and like came over, or whatever. Which is really cool. And Nick is Nick's grandmother was from Greece and stuff, so we checked that out, and that was really cool. But um, no, yeah, because based on Pastor Jim Wiegand's schedule, 
we recorded with him what, on a Tuesday or something, and then we recorded yeah. our regular episode for that week on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So then when we were out in Utah last week, I posted the 100th episode that we had already yeah. recorded the week before. So, yeah, we made all that work, but it was it was awesome. But, yeah, being kind of away from everything normal and then coming back and school starting, you know, starting and all that stuff and everything. So it's kind of been a whirlwind of the last, I feel like, two, three weeks or so. So, yeah. Nope. Yeah, man. You know, it is crazy, too. Crazy, crazy times. I know. I so, wonder if we'll ever get to a point where we won't say it's crazy times. <laughs> no. I like it a little bit better when it's a little bit buck wild. Yeah. I don't know. It just, for the purpose that I've, you know, that I've been given and stuff like that, it just makes more sense. Yeah. It's just more comfortable to me. It makes, that's weird to say. But it's eerie how uncomfortable I get when things get too comfortable. Okay, so is it kind sense. of kind of like the example of the procrastinist that waits two nights before the big deadline to like write the paper? Like it's that mm-hmm. little bit of pressure that yeah. kind of keeps the focus. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's the idea that like for me, like the military was and like being a paramedic is when it's like really you're doing all the skills and everything is really like second to second. Like each decision matters on, you know, is like, how do I say? So each next decision is contingent on the decision before it. Okay. And when it kind of gets that little bit more intense and then there's like, they bring us different and special protocols and all that stuff, you know, then for me, like okay like it's like those that like ikea directions and those that don't <laughs> like, right. and ikea is the worst place on earth but, but yeah no, no. But it's, i'm just joking but no but that's right though that's a good yeah. that's a good analogy i like no nobody liked covid but like it really switched on for me when when that was first starting up and the president said okay we're taking a more like combative posture so combative posture or warlike posture or whatever, that's like I've said past couple episodes, I have that kind of operator mindset. Yeah. So yeah. when I hear that, oh, you know, I switch on a little bit more. Yeah. And yeah. So with kind of how things are with that, the Afghanistan situation, you know, of course, my senses are heightened. Yeah. You know, even I mean, Afghanistan was long after my service, but still. You know, when you are, it's, it's weird though, because I think I've only known, and we were just talking about this before we started was that to have folks that are serving and now potentially have their kids coming into the same, same Mm -hmm. war. And I've only ever known my adult experience to be in this understanding of what's going on and. You know, it's well, it's and that's weird. it's here's what's crazy. I'm going to do a little little thing here because we're going to talk about this tonight. We're going to talk about a 20 year war, you know, and we're going to talk about some things that go along with that. One of which is like you guys, if I'm not mistaken, kind of fall into that millennial yeah, framework, right, right? Kind of on that, yeah, yeah. Like on one of the bookends, right? Like the tail end, kind yeah. of. And for 
long time, millennials have been getting a shaft by the generations above you yeah. for being whatever, right? Right. But here's the reality of it. Your generation is defined by this war. Yeah. These are facts. Like, even if you don't, like, you aren't, like, day-to-day directly affected. And that's cool. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't have to be. Right. That's why that's why those of us who do this thing and swear the oath and all that, that's why we do it. So you don't have to worry about it. But really, your generation is defined by this now 20 year war. Right. And so that is why when you see, you know, for our EMS people that didn't serve in the military who don't understand when you see these guys and they're posting on. Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and everything else and with tear-filled eyes and with anger and with, you know, you'll see them in, in their BDUs and their uniforms and they're desperate to go back. It's not necessarily because they believed wholeheartedly in the war, but it's because there's connections. There's physical human connections yeah. and there's people there and they spent time there and they have brothers and buddies who died there and now with how it's things are turning out is very much of all for what, like, right, right. why did we lose all these dudes? Because like, make no mistake. It's very rare for a soldier to be a hundred percent on board with whatever the mission is. Like, we'll be like, mm, no, this is dumb, <laughs> but this is the thing. You don't have that. You don't have the option to go, no, we're not doing right. that. Right. You just do your thing and you serve well. And that's why you went into the military. So yeah, with that little section of what's going on, I think it's important. It's important for our listeners who know veterans, who are veterans, you know, for our listeners from Freedom Center Church who aren't either, but maybe know somebody who is a veteran yeah. of that era. Just tell them every chance you get that you served with dignity and honor and it mattered. Like, do we cannot let these people, these men and women think that their service in Afghanistan didn't matter because right. of poor decisions from the leadership. Right. We can't, we can't, we can't because already there's the struggle of coming back and being a civilian and the things you see and or do in war. There's already that. But to have this thing right here, like the 22 a day thing with, with veteran suicide, yeah, you know, that had been for a minute kind of on this downslope and then COVID made it super hard to get appointments to see your doctor. So trying to trend up, but what a lot of us are doing and, and like this ministry, what we'll be doing is keeping a a watchful eye over any veterans we know because this is a big deal because we're still coming out of COVID and it's still hard to get an appointment. And it's, if that's where you spent your time, you know, and like, Ashley, like I explained to you, while I was telling you how I was explaining to someone else, if you've ever been on a mission trip or anything like that, you go, you know, you leave the country, you go to a foreign country and they always, wherever, whatever organization you're serving with provides for translators and they provide for people to aid in negotiating the foreign country. Same for the military. 
you go to these countries and you are you have the nationals, the people from that country get augmented to your military and they're there to help you with language. So you get translators and all that stuff. And one, it gives them a great job. Right. And they get trained up at our military's level. But now what we have in Afghanistan is these people that worked with Americans will be hunted and killed for working with Americans. Right. And then for me, where it really, really hits different now is because we have a house church. So by rights, by definition, I'm a house church pastor. And then we have that going to happening to the Taliban is going through and and searching out because Christianity in Afghanistan is underground. Right. 100%. They're not in a place or you can just do your thing and hang out with your people and do your thing on Monday or Sunday or whatever. Right. So it's top secret, but they're being found out and hunted out. And those pastors are doomed. Basically they're taking young girls like you and I both know 12 through 14 year olds and they're taking them, you know, and, and so you have, have a bunch of veterans and they're here now and they're watching this. They're like, wait a second. Now I feel helpless. So you take, we were there for what? We're going to let this right. happen. Plus right. I feel helpless. I'm watching this happen on the news and I have the training and know how to completely eradicate it, but I can't get there. And that's, that's a big deal. You know, it kind of feels like, you know, what, what were you, we even there for, for 20 years then? <laughs> So, you know, and that, that there's a, there's a hard answer to that, which is they weren't allowed to fight wars. Like we were trained to fight wars okay. and that's it. And there's like, I can explain that to you guys offline. Cause this is not the platform yeah. to get into that, but yeah, they, they just weren't allowed to do what they were trained to do. Had they had that, if they were this like 19 and a half years ago, we'd have been finished and we wouldn't be having this discussion today. So it's just, it's just a thing. And it's just, it's the world we live in and there's people that are corrupt and they're dirty and it, and, and I say this every time I say this, a wise man's mom once said, this isn't heaven. You know, this isn't heaven. It's the place in between heaven and hell. You know, and as believers as Christians, we have to be able to take that to stand strong in that spot where it's just Yeah. You know, that's the key. It's not you know, it's that this that doesn't matter what it's not, but what it is is that's where we stand. We stand in that gap. Yeah. And it's gross and sucks, but <laughs> Yeah. But it's you know, that's the thing too. I feel like I'm rambling, but the thing is with Christianity, I think people sometimes misconstrue and they think everything turns wonderful. You get that Pollyanna, Jesus comes along and everything's wonderful. In a lot of respects, everything, there's a different, <laughs> there's a different suck that comes with it. Right. 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 Like, honestly, it's well, wonderful I, and we're working from a win absolutely. and we know that, but there's, there's that space 
where it's just like, ah. Well, and then there's the whole, like, God has put me on this earth to do things. You know, so for me to go buy 50 acres and go hide away until I die because I don't want to deal with anything in this world may not be my personal calling, (laughs) you know, might be somebody else's. So I don't want to like discredit somebody, you know, but, um, you know, this is stuff that I think proves the point that we all have a capacity to do something about something, you know, something, yes, about something like we're all. You know, the Bible talks about that we were created in Christ before. I mean, he he knew us and thought of us before everything was even done. And he had good works and plans for us in the very beginning. And so we're not here to just twiddle our thumbs, you know. And so, I don't know. I, I think it's just there's a lot of good to do. Right. You know. There's so much. And, and to kind of switch gears. You know, and we'll always, in this ministry, we'll always be focusing on and protective of our first responders and veterans. Yeah. yeah. But also aren't going to hide the fact that this is a Christian ministry. Right. Right. So what's cool is, is when you think about the cross and you think about, it's like a worldwide thing. It's not just American, you know, it's not just our little group, but but God has, like, Father God has high hopes for these Al-Qaeda fighters. Yeah. He's pursuing their hearts, too, man. Is that crazy? That's why Pursuing Hitler. If he's going to pursue these dudes, you know, I suck, but not like that. Not like that. <laughs> I'm not like that, dude. But, man, the stories of people that have just, ah, like their whole life's been wrecked in a good way. Yeah. You know, and what God I'll has done tell you what, through that. There is, there's one verse, like a story in the Bible that is my favorite, hands down. It is obscure, and most people don't just, like, know it. <clears throat> but what it is, it's a, uh, like, one of the Pharisees has gone into the temple to pray. And then this tax man, <clears throat> tax man, has gone into the temple to pray. And the tax man is on his face and he's like, just forgive me. I don't deserve your forgiveness, but please just like begging, right? This is ugly face, gross tears, snot probably crying (laughs) prayer. But then the Pharisee is like all the things he's done. Right. And in in the story, the prayer, he's like, and I'm thankful that I'm not like that guy right there, tax man. And then... And then the father says, well, that tax man is right with God tonight and pretty much go home. Pharisee. <laughs> I love it. But but that's the thing. Yeah, that's, I know. That's just I know because uh, we, we want to be able to tell our our own our own lower G godliness, you know. Right. You know, we want to be able to do things that, that on our own. Lowercase G business. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy, man. All this stuff is crazy, but like to have a mission like like we have, like I have and you have to be in this space where like God has actually shared with us what breaks his heart and you get a piece of that. Right. One it sucks. Like you don't want that. Like well, 
you do want that. Like for our listeners, you want something like this, but you better be prepared because it, it's well, right, not just wonderful all the time. Right. Cause, cause here's, here's part of the suck, right? Is that even to connect it back to the stuffing in Afghanistan. So for these veterans and stuff that their family or friend is in Afghanistan and they right. can't do anything about it right now. Like, when you have people in your life that you care so much about and you want their best and you see them have to work through and you see them have to navigate their life and their decisions right. and whatever that looks like. I mean, it's it's crazy because I know nowadays, even the last few years, there's so much more awareness of mental health and having boundaries with people and, you know, all of our own kind of like self-growth and all this stuff and everything. And sometimes I wonder how much how much is a healthy boundary and how much is like, we're supposed to just get into the suck with each other and it'd be right. messy. It's not going to be clean and simple all the time at all. And there's so much, there's so much beauty in that, in, in that, in those hard spaces. And we've talked about this so many times and then the honor to just be able to be with people in those moments and be trusted like that um, right. is a big deal, you know, but that, Oh gosh, it takes so much. It takes so much to be willing to love people to that degree. And, know, and the thing too, like, and this is just, this just dawned on me now. So my brothers, like my older brother, like it's weird. Cause I think they believe in God. I, do, I think so, but they both like wholeheartedly openly and like with passion and aggression, hate the church and Christians and we'll say other things. So I am hopeful that they'll be okay. But at the same time, I feel helpless because they won't listen to me. Yeah. That's you know, it's literally like having That's your relatable. people and now you're watching them on the news, your American people or your Afghani people that you worked with and you know that unless we can get back there and get them out of there, they're doomed. Yeah. For like, when you talk about Christianity and faith, that's what looking at my family looks like. I'm like, mm -hmm. dude, you guys have to open your eyes. Like you have to, there's that plane right there. You can get on it and you get the hell out of that country. You have to get on it. And they're looking in the other direction. You know, it's like, it's this, that kind of desperation that these dudes feel like, like I can't even imagine for you and I, it'd be like seeing, you knew Jude, right? Was Jude with you guys when you yeah. were in a, yeah. it'd be like us watching him on TV and knowing he was doomed and we can't get there to help him. And he's only doomed because he knows us and worked with us. That is what the soldiers are looking at. That's it. That is the, what the Afghan people that are there that are being hunted are guilty of is that they knew us and they worked with us. It's the craziest. And so all these feels and all these dudes are like, dude, now I'm here and I'm safe fish because I'm trapped in my own head. So I have that going on. And now just when I thought everything was going to start to get better, this. And we don't typically do this on the Lighthouse Experiment podcast, but this isn't to be pegged on any one president. Like, so stop, stop. If you are out there and you're saying those things, stop saying them. This is not on 
this is not on the head. This is not blood on the hands or whatever of anyone, any one person. It's just crazy. I'm glad that we get to do what we get to do and kind of have to suffer in the suck. But, you know, like I said a minute ago, it's a weird gift to get. You know what I mean? Hey, this is what breaks my heart, and I'm going to share it with you guys. Go to work. <laughs> it's like, I would have been cool. Like, I know that you love me, and we're going <laughs> to. <laughs> well, here's, here's the thing. Like, a younger me totally thought that I would get my crap together. <laughs> my crap together. And then life, like, I was that person that was like, you know what? I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to do it well. I'm going to, like, adult well and get all my crap together and do all this stuff. And then I'm going to I'm gonna go help people. It's going to be great. People are going to be encouraged. Everything is going to be amazing. And the more I get along in this life, like, it just gets more complicated. And yet it gets way more black and white. Like, it, the problems, it does, too. The, the problems is just, like, the what the three-headed snake where like you cut off one head and like three more you know it's just always more problems right but the the solutions and the way to go about it in a very like simplified like what our mission is as christians and how we do and how we go it is very like the problems are still crazy right but to go and serve and love people is still the same it right. just lo- it just looks different depending on what what all is going on and stuff. So I don't know. I would, I would say I'm definitely one of those person people that I'm like, I thought my life would get more simple as I got older. And it's, no, it's dude. not, it's, it's, I feel, I think I said this a, f- a few months ago. I said, um, about even this year, I, I feel more confident in who I am and what God has called me to do. And yet I'm less prideful of my, <laughs> like the wherewithal and wisdom within myself to know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, right. like I'm more humble in some ways and yet more secure at the same time. And it's just weird how, you know, we go through stuff and we're, we're I'm so much more aware and like honoring and aware and, and just oh, in awe of what God does, like in us and through us and despite us. And at the same time, it's it's I don't know it's only because of him that we get to do any of this stuff and yet you know like it's just I don't know the world's still a mess you know and so on the one (laughs) hand like what you're saying to kind of go back like what you're saying is that it it all matters everything that we do matters and yet there's always going to be problems you know the Bible Bible talks about the poor will always be with you and yet then it talks about the early church how they gave and sold and nobody had a need because they all were just there for one another and stuff so it's just like The Titans clashing. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know? it, it's just, and it, and it will always be that because we're here. Yeah. We're not in hell. We're not in heaven. We're here in between. Yep. Just feeling that, you know, like a good analogy is like a kind of a surfer analogy is like when you just start getting slammed and can't get your head above water because the oh, next wave good. keeps pounding it down and down. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want my life to be easy. I wouldn't want everything to be just go smooth, you know? And like for our listeners who follow us, I'm sure you've seen that I got a little disappointed 
kind of down on myself because I thought it'd be the 100th episode would be a bigger deal. But like while we've been talking, the kind of the epiphany is like it wasn't my 100th episode. It's like Dan's 100. He's listened to all 100. <sighs> That's his 100th episode. That's it's not cool. mine. It's not That's cool ours. to think about. I mean, that's Teresa's 100th episode. That's what we're, that's, it's not for us. My, my brain you know I mean? is exploding right now. This is, <laughs> that's really wild. Well, and okay, so I'll share, I'll share a little story. Um, what was it, six, six years ago now? Six years ago now, I quit my job and came home and it was the backwards way like we wanted to pay off debt and get out of student loans and we really felt like god was telling us to sell our house and for me to come home full-time and so i put in my two-week notice and the thursday before the friday so the day before my i finished up my two-week notice is when my brother passed away and so god was totally setting us up to be able to do the next season and so we had we had worked on, you know, for the past couple months, getting everything to be on paper so that we can live off of one income. And it was nuts. And then in the next, like, two, three years, we paid off student loan debt. And it was just wild. It was just the wild what God did. Um, but there was a day that we walked in and we paid off our Subaru. We paid off the balance in cash. And what we did is we went into the bank and we did the transfer from our savings to the loan because we had it with the same institution. (laughs) So we go in, we're so excited, and we didn't even need to go to a teller. The guy at the front, whatever, just did a quick little transaction, and it was done in like three minutes. And I'm like, no confetti came from the ceiling. I should have brought in a (laughs) foghorn or something, like something. like. And they were like... Okay, whatever. Have a great day. Like, they weren't excited for us. Like, nobody, like, batted an eye about any of this. And Nick and I just looked at each other. We're like, well, that was really lame. Like, it wasn't even. (laughs) So, I think we went out to lunch at Mega or something like that afterwards to, like, go celebrate and have a lunch or something. But it it was a thing that, like, we had done all the work leading up to. And then the guy at the bank, like, really didn't care. You know what I mean? And so, it's, it's, it's. If and that it, is it precisely kinda, how I felt. It feels kind of this. It feels the same, you know, because all this time, all this great, all these tear. I mean, we've. I mean, think about it. Since this has started, so much has happened just in life, with your family, right. with my family, with with just the team and the things and the people and and all this. Like so much has happened, and so we feel that, and that's where. I mean, it, yeah, it would, it'd be kind of fun, you know, to be able to read everybody's head and, and get all the feedback and hear how it's all impacted. But, you know, it's, we just, that's where, like, I just have to trust and know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Right. You know, but at the same time, it's it's a very weird experience to, like, ta-da! <laughs> and then... Right. Kind of look around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like... <laughs> you know. You know. And so, yeah, I, I totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. But just like while we've been doing this 101st episode, I realized that it's not our episode. Yeah, that's good. I this doesn't belong that. to us. This is, this is everybody else's thing. We, you know, we, we get to do the actual physical thing of it, but it's not. It, 
it is a hundred percent why it like lines up perfectly. I don't even listen. I haven't heard the hundredth episode. Like, why am I? Like, why would I be upset? I didn't listen myself, oh right, my to any of the hundred episodes because okay. it's not it's not my thing. It's we do this and we put it out for everybody else. Okay, I have to do the math here because if I if we've done a hundred and they're on average thirty minutes, mm-hmm. that's three thousand minutes. But if I've on average listened to each of them three times because of editing and posting them, that, that times three, that's 9,000 minutes. So I'm going to divide that by 60, and that's 150 hours. But you, that's you. That's me, that I've listened, <laughs> that I've listened to our podcast. <laughs> and me, it's ding, ding. 150 divided by, that's like, that's a whole week straight, guys. If I just started everything and played everything three times and listened to every episode, it would take me a week to do that. And that's what I That's meant. bananas. <laughs> B-A-N-A-S. Wow. Yeah. And then here I am. You, know. you don't even listen to my work, man. You don't even <laughs> <Nothing>. care. <laughs> I do care. but I'm joking. I'm it's joking. just, it's. Yeah. It's a different side of it, right? It's a different experience of the whole thing. Like to think of it that way. To That's think really of it, cool. it's not even, we don't even, I think it's not for me, it's for all you guys listening. Mm-hmm. So that was not our 100th episode, that was your 100th episode. Mm-hmm. This is your 101st episode. I said that with, I said that like Tyson, 101st. Ah, <laughs> uh, crazy. That's what a crazy. cool gig. We have a pretty cool gig here. That's pretty cool. Huh. You know, when I, you know, I I think I was thinking about it, you know, a couple, I don't know, when was it? This, you guys, to be inside my head and how time and my thoughts flow is just amazing. Um, If you're ever in question, you could always ask Nick. It's, It's a wild ride. But anyways, the point being that I, you know, I've thought a lot about what, you know, if I could do anything, if my perfect job, my, my dream gig, my dream job, like if I designed my life and tomorrow I woke up and had it look exactly the way that I wanted it to look, shoot, it's like hanging out with people and encouraging them and getting to share myself with others and stuff in that way. And I get to do that. It, it's pretty dang cool. So it is for sure. So in closing, all y'all, congratulations on your 100th episode. <laughs> your 101st episode. It's been wild. Well done. We'll still be here tomorrow or next week and the week after. Well done, Lighthouse fam. I love it. Well done. Also, we're getting new shirts soon. If you want one, you should get one. You should get one. We'll let you know. It's in the works. And Dude, if we you want our... Oh. Yeti mugs, dude. We need flat brims. I've been wanting those since the very beginning. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have a flat brim right now that I want to figure out where they get them made. But it's my Violent Gentleman Hockey Club. It's that group. Them that's mm-hmm. just hockey apparel. But it's a flat brim, but also flex. It's a snapback, but also flex fit. So it's super comfortable. It's the most comfortable head ever. But we got to do some flat brims. With a logo. That'd be pretty sweet. 
And if anybody wants a retro t-shirt, there's still a few, probably a couple, two handfuls hidden away. Yeah, dude. You just go on Freedom Search, Freedom Center Church, go get the app. You get the app, then you go on there, and you go to Dina's store, or I think it just says merch. Yep. And you can buy all, there's all sorts of t-shirts. I know. Next time, we're going to do a whole episode for Pastor Jim where we say pivot. Like every other <laughs> Oh, no. No, because then it's going to remind pivot. me of one of your favorite shows, Friends, where Ross is like, pivot. <laughs> pivot. <laughs> ah, stupid. All right. Well, you guys, thanks for listening. Listen to this. There's some news for you. I'm really trying to stay away from Facebook, so... Ashley Chandler will be doing all that oh, Facebook no. work. No, 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 no. I've been off of it. No, I don't want to be about just sharing the podcast. Oh, this okay. is business. <laughs> um, just business. You don't want to go on there any other way. And then, but Instagram, Twitter, and I made, don't tell Donald Trump, a TikTok account. You did not. I did, but people are following and they're liking our little sound bites no and way. whatnot. We have sound bites with like 600 views and likes. No freaking way. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh yep. my word. That's nuts. Uh huh. It's a whole different world. Well, I'm I don't super... watch that stuff because it's crazy. It yeah. gives me anxiety. But, <laughs> but other people look at it and stuff like that. And so we can use these. That's wild. Whatever. It's wild. I more, love it. Hey, look at more eyes on, more ears listening. Yep. Yep. And this is what always happens. I'll say it again. Like I've said it before, is you listen to our podcast and then you get the honor and privilege and great fortune of hearing Pastor Jim Wiegand say a message yeah. right after us. Yep. All right. That's it. 101. Check. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys next week. See ya.